From the feature staff at the Columbus Dispatch, this is Life in the 614. Hi, and welcome to Life in the 614, the official lifestyle podcast of the Features Department at the Columbus Dispatch. Coming to you every Thursday. If it sounds like fun, we'll be talking about it. I'm Ryan Smith, Features Editor at the Dispatch, and I'm here with my colleague, reporter Eric Legata. We're here today to talk about something that we definitely don't have first-hand experience with, being social media influencers. But we hope there's hope. That's why we've invited Katie Haynes, who has 133,000 followers on the fashion-focused Instagram account, Two Peas in a Blog, that she maintains with her twin sister, to join us. She's one of a number of people identified by local tourism hub Experience Columbus as area influencers, whose followers trust their advice, tips, and product endorsements. So it's not just for the Kardashians anymore. Megumi Robinson, a spokesperson for Experience Columbus, is here with us too to talk about the phenomenon and hopefully give us some useful tips. Thanks so much for joining us today, Katie and Megumi. We're so happy to have you here on the show. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having us. So, Katie, let's start with you, since you're the social influencer here in the group. First of all, what exactly does that mean? Can you sort of offer us a little explanation? On my end, my sister and I look at it as a way to motivate people. I mean, our account is mostly fashion-based, and obviously moms, and so they want to see our lifestyle. And just kind of tips and tricks and how to look comfortable, pulled together, confident. So on our end, we're kind of influencing in that way, you know, whether it's through a shirt or I know it seems kind of silly, but a lot of moms want to know that. They want to know easy ways to get dressed and out the door and look good. And how did this happen to you? How do you become an influencer? It definitely takes time. And, you know, we just kept putting out there what we loved. We try to connect with our followers. If somebody takes a second to leave us a comment, then I'm going to comment back to them. And I think that has really helped us get to where we are is the way we can connect with our followers. I mean, they want to see that we genuinely want to help them and care about what they say and they care about what we say. So it's just kind of a, it's just evolved that way. Did you intentionally set about to do this? What was the genesis of this? It kind of started out, you know, with my sister and I just... As I was mentioning before, earlier in the day, she and I would just call each other and we'd be like, oh, I was out shopping and I found this or look how cute this is or this trend or and then we just kind of started posting it and putting it out there and it just kind of evolved from that. So we didn't necessarily start out with the intention of it growing to such an audience. We just, it was a fun outlet for us is how it started. And what do you do when you're not influencing people like me? <laughs> well, I have three kids. And so that keeps me and my husband extremely busy. As I was saying, I have a seven-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 14-year-old. So their schedules dictate a lot of my schedule. So that is the majority of my day okay. if I'm not working on the blog somehow. So here's yeah. a sad confession from me. I have 157 followers <laughs> on Instagram. That's awesome. You know, whether you have one or a million, you're still an influencer. You can still touch somebody's life in some way. I feel like I'm mostly <laughs> influencing maybe like my cousins and my mother-in-law and maybe a few <laughs> friends from college. What advice yeah. can you give me and some of our listeners as to if they want to you know, increase that and if they want mm -hmm. to become more of an influencer, if that's what they want to set out and try and right. do more of? How do you do that? Like, Where do you even begin? I would have no idea. I would say a number one tip is to be consistent. 
So anybody that may be following you needs to know that they can count on you. So we typically post twice a day, you know, and our followers know we're going to post twice a day in the morning and then in the evening. And so we've just built that in. So we are very consistent with that. And then I think just continuing to, you know, comment back to people and or comment on new accounts and try to get them to come to your account. So it's kind of a circular motion there. You're reaching out to people. They reach back. And you kind of expand that way. Megumi, yeah. I took a look at your account before coming in here. And oh, dear. It's not much better. Well, so. you're, ten, <laughs> you're 10 times better than I am. We'll put it that way. Talk to me about the strategy that you use for yours. Are you using it in an influential sort of way? Is it more personal? Sure. So for my social media, you know, I really am using it more for personal use and professional use. So you just have a lot more friends and colleagues than I do. I guess so. No, I'm <laughs> But what we do, so at a experience Columbus, where I work, which is the city's Convention and Visitors Bureau. We're very engaged on social media because it is another platform that we can use to communicate with potential visitors to Columbus. Also, locals get a lot of inspiration about what's going on in the city. And so what Katie was saying, being really consistent, I think also one of the keys is to be really authentic. People can see right through if, you know, your content is not true and genuine, whether to your yourself or for us, the destination that we're representing. And so it's been really exciting because we have so many influencers in Columbus and they are a way to really shine a spotlight on what's going on in the city. And so we're constantly looking to them for inspiration of you know what's happening in Columbus and how can we also kind of leverage that content and share that with people who might be considering a visit to the city. And I was fascinated to learn that you actually keep a list of these people. What are the types of things that they tend to focus on here in Columbus. Sure. So when we are, you know, kind of keeping track of the different influencers, we're looking at a lot of different things. So we want to, first and foremost, make sure that it is someone who is really authentic and that they have a really strong connection with their audience. But then when we look at sort of the different topics, Columbus is an amazing food destination. So we look at the local influencers who are always out and about trying new local restaurants. Maybe they're getting behind the scenes, you know, sneak peeks to restaurant openings, things like that. Um, We want to see what they're eating, what's really exciting them. Columbus is a huge fashion destination. So what Katie and her sister are doing are really amazing. We also have some influencers who are making their own fashion designs and things like that. Columbus is a family-friendly destination. There are a lot of wonderful bloggers and influencers who are often taking their family out and about in the city. And again, it's a great way to work with them to kind of see what are they highlighting, but also realizing that they have huge networks who are paying attention to the content that they're putting out there. And Katie, you had said that this had started kind of as a lark, you know, as a hobby for you and your sister. By the way, you're twins, right? Yes, identical so, twins. Yep. Uh, do you get away? Does it matter who's taking the picture and posting since you can't tell the difference? No, we, we do get a lot of comments. Like, I'm not quite sure who's who, but we try to always put our location since she's not local. And after a while, you can see some subtle differences. But okay. to the first eye, yes, <laughs> they can't tell us apart. At this point, I mean, you have, what, 130-some 30, 30, thousand yes. followers. Mm-hmm. So at this point... A 
aside from the excitement of being able to help people, are you able to build relationships with some of these clothing companies? Do they help outfit you with some of these things? Yes. So this is definitely a business. I mean, it is fun. It is. That's first and foremost. But we are a part of Reward Style, which is a very big company. It's affiliate network. And so some some of our collaborations come through them. For example, like let's just throw out Nordstrom or Walmart or Express or Abercrombie. So we get some collaborations that way. And then some it's just brands reaching out to us. Sometimes we reach out to brands if we know it's going to be a really good fit with our style and what our followers are looking for from us. So it's kind of all of that. Sometimes we'll work with local boutiques. We have one coming up here, which is a local company that makes personalized belts, and we're going to help them and team up with them, which is awesome, and it's exciting, and belts are a huge trend coming into fall, so that's fun. So we do various levels, but yes. So, I mean, sometimes we just share our own clothes that we buy on a whim that we love, too. So it's not all collaboration-based, but... And this is kind of a naive question, I think, but can you talk a little bit more specifically about how those collaborations work? If you're doing something with Express, do they say, hey, like, we're interested in you promoting this particular piece of clothing right here? Or do you kind of walk through the store and pick something out? And is there any monetary gain on your side? Or is it mostly, I don't know, transactional as far as, you know, you end up getting to keep the clothes? I have no idea how this works. Right. It's a little bit of all of that. Honestly, most collaborations are open-ended. So it could be, you know, we're going to partner with this company to share their new fall styles, new fall arrivals. And it's open to us, whatever we want to pick, whatever we are loving. So there's, it's not really narrowed down quite that much. I mean, I did work with Walmart just last month and that was tailored kids back to school. So that's what we focused on. But usually it's open-ended for the most part that we get to be creative with it. But yeah, so collaborations do vary as far as payment that we get and then being part of reward style, we link items through them and then we get a commission based on our sales that we make. So and how did it's you connect with that. them, Reward Style? Uh, so we connected with them, gosh, our first year into it Not that I'm taking all. mental That's notes okay. for myself. <laughs> and we just applied. And way back when, when we applied, it was really hard to get into. And we just applied. And it took a little while, but we did get in. And it's become a really big affiliate network. It's a great platform. They've come out with some really great ways for people to shop and it makes it easy for them. If you're on Instagram, and we try to tell our followers this all the time, but Like to Know It is a platform that people can go to and find anything that they would want to search, where to shop it, how to shop it. So like if they go to Like to Know It, they can look up two peas in a blog. They can find everything that we have been posting and where to buy it. And it's kind of a one-stop shopping destination. And what's the, I don't know, is there something that stands out in your mind as something that was the weirdest thing that someone asked you to endorse or to promote? Oh, gosh. Weird's maybe a strange word when it comes to fashion, but you never know. Well, we get a lot of emails, and so we turn down quite a few. I mean, I'm not going to choose to do something that isn't in my taste and what I like. But I'm trying to think of what would be weird. I mean, I don't even know. All right. <laughs> I can't enough. even think. I'm not sure. Are you wearing anything today that you've promoted? <laughs> I mean, I've promoted like Madewell jeans a lot. They're always a big popular one with us. Fun fashion sneakers are huge. I am wearing glittery sneakers. Those are always on trend and fun. 
Haven't promoted the blouse yet, but it's probably coming soon. So, and Megumi, you've—I mean, this isn't just limited to people from Columbus that you see as being able to help the city. Can you talk about the people that you've brought in from other cities who are influencers and and why you think that they can help Columbus? Absolutely. So, just this past May, we had an influencer trip to Columbus, and so we had influencers from destinations around the country, but like Chicago and Detroit. So, different places that could be potential. Markets for visitors to come to Columbus. And so it was a really great opportunity to bring these influencers in and let them explore the city. And so we, you know, kind of gave some suggestions, pointed them, you know, maybe in certain directions, depending on what they were interested in. So we intentionally chose to have a really diverse group and a group that had just a wide range of interests. So we had some folks who were really interested in, you know, vegetarian cuisine and some other folks who were really interested in fashion or in, you know, just more general travel interest. And so that gave us the opportunity then to point them to different directions all throughout the city. And then during their visit, they were posting on social media. And since then, they've been able to share content, whether it's on their blog or on Instagram. And again, it's all about it being a really strong, authentic partnership. So we do go through a pretty stringent vetting process. We want to make sure that it is the right fit for Columbus. And also we want to understand, you know, who their followers are are and making sure that, okay, is Columbus the type of destination that their followers might be interested in? And so we were able to narrow it down and we had five phenomenal individuals who came to Columbus and it really was a fantastic trip. And since then, we've seen them just share a lot of really, really great content and seeing the engagement then that they have with their followers has been really rewarding. That was going to be my follow-up question is, is, do you know how successful this has been and is there a way to measure that? There is. So there are a lot of tools that help measure social media. And, and I think one way to kind of think about this is um, social influencers should be part of a broader kind of marketing strategy. So I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but in the same way that you might measure the impact of an advertising campaign or something like that, you can do the exact same type of thing on social media. And so, of course, we're looking at all of those important metrics in terms of, you know, how many views, how many engagements, different things like that to measure the success of a program. So, so far, it's been very successful and, and it's something that we hope will have lasting impact. So we'll continue to kind of keep looking back and measuring to see how it performs. What did they tend to focus on? Can you give a few examples of some things that were highlighted by the trip? Sure. So we had a couple of folks who went up to Zip Zone Adventures and they had a blast. And the content that they shared was so fun because they were, you know, doing videos as they were up in the canopy tours and things like that. We had one of the individuals who, as I had mentioned, was really interested in vegetarian cuisine and so went to places like Alchemy Juice and tried Commune. So some of our really phenomenal restaurants that highlight really good vegetarian cuisine. So those are some examples. We also had an evening at Lincoln Social so they could kind of check out some of the nightlife in Columbus and they were really blown away. So Katie, the big question for me is as I begin my journey towards becoming a social influencer here in Columbus, is there a downside that I should be aware of? It all sounds so great. I don't know if I'd say a downside, but I do. It is something that I do 24-7. I am on my phone a lot. It's something that kind of never goes out of my head. I'm always thinking of a new creative way, something else to do. I need to get back to this person that asked a question. Maybe that would be a downside. I still find it so much fun. 
and it is a creative outlet for me that I love, but it is a lot of work that I don't think people realize, you know, when they're watching a social media or social influencer, the back end of it, it is a lot of work. But if you love it and it's fun, then it's worth it. So. And now, Katie, do you find that you get, as you've kind of built your following, how often are you getting recognized, you know, out and about during the day? And is that something you, do you welcome that kind of attention? I love it. Actually, I love when people come up and it could be at the most random places. Sometimes it is when I'm out shopping, but sometimes it could be at a restaurant. I've had people come up and I'm in mid-bite and I'm chewing and they come up and I'm so sorry to bother you. And I'm like, no, it's not a bother. I love it. I think it's always fun to connect. It's fun to find out how people came about finding us or, you know, what they're loving lately. So I love it. I hope people aren't afraid to come up and say hi. It's always fun to, you know, put a face to a follower. So I love it. And you mentioned that word connect. And that's kind of one thing I found reporting this story and talking to influencers like yourself is they all say that they do this because it's a way to connect with people through their own passions and interests. Can you kind of speak Mm -hmm. to that a little bit? What motivates you to do this? I agree. I I think it's fun. I mean, it's fun to put things on stories. We're trying to really hit up Instagram stories a lot. It's a way to kind of show a background of our lives and what we do day to day. And so I love hearing stories from could be another mom, even in a different city who writes and oh, I went through that same thing or my kid did the same thing today or and so then you get a dialogue going back and forth in your direct messages and it's fun it's fun to see how people react to what we're putting out there how do you actually make it happen who takes your pictures kind of funny but my kids take most of my pictures really Um, yeah so when we started way back you know like four and a half years ago I would try to get pictures and my husband would still be at work and so I would have my oldest take pictures and I've trained her and she's learned how to do it and she's actually a good height it seems to work out just right. So even my youngest, who's seven, sometimes I'll get her to take a picture. But and sometimes my husband. But typically, ninety-five percent of the time, it's my kids. Nice, good yes. to know. So we just need a workforce yeah. of young teens. That's taking right. Pictures. That's right. You know that they'll work for little things, an LOL doll, or you know, <laughs> take them out to lunch or little things makes them happy. So yeah. Any sneak preview on maybe something coming up soon that we'll be able to see from us? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fall fashion. We've got a lot of that coming up. Some trips that we're going on that we're excited to kind of... That's always a fun way to share fashion is when we're out and traveling and people want to know what we take when we travel. So we've got some trips coming up with that. Yeah, mostly lots of fall fashion. Leopard, snakeskin. Like I said earlier, belts are big. So we've got a lot of fall fashion coming. I'm excited to share it. Excellent. Well, yeah. we'll look forward to checking it out. Thank uh, you. We appreciate you both coming here today. Such a blast. And Thank uh, you. listen, I promise you both, we'll have you both back on when I break 100K yeah. on my Instagram <laughs> We'll celebrate. Account, yeah, okay? that will be a party. Exactly. <laughs> and thank you all for listening to Life in the 614. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play Music. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, keep enjoying your own life in the 614.